The Lord be with you. What does the cross, the cross of Jesus, mean for you? That's something I want to think about as we're coming up to Holy Week, to Good Friday and Easter. What is the meaning of Jesus' cross for you and me? Now, as I ask this, I am I'm reminded of a couple who call themselves CEOs. That is, they were Christmas, Easter only churchgoers. Well, one Easter morning, those two CEOs are walking into church with their little daughter. Well, she's about four or five years of age. And the little girl sees a cross up at the front of the sanctuary. And the little girl was overheard to say excitedly, look, mommy, look at the big plus sign. I like that. Out of the mouths of babes, look at the big plus sign. Because the cross is God's big plus sign for you and for me and for the world. That is why the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2 says, I decided to know nothing except Christ and Christ crucified. Paul is saying that I want to keep it plain and simple that it's all about the cross of Jesus. And every pastor I know is going to be burning the midnight oil these next several nights, working hard to communicate clearly what the cross means, what Good Friday means for the world. I wrestle with it. How to make clear the meaning of Jesus' cross. Because you see, the cross is crux. The cross is the crux of the message. Because the Latin word for cross is crux, C-R-U-X. The cross is the crux of the good news. For you see, when, when we're in conversation and, and we say that a point we're making, that it's the crux of the argument, we are saying that as central, as key, as important as the cross is to the world, so is the point that we're making in our argument. It's the crux. The cross is crux. The cross is central. It is key to everything that you and I believe as followers of Jesus. What is it then that Jesus accomplished for us on the cross? What is it that Jesus did on that Good Friday that turns the world upside down? Someone that helps me to better understand the wonder, the glory of what Jesus did for us on his cross is William Tyndale, a man who lived 500 years ago in England. We remember William Tyndale as the father of the English Bible. He is the person most responsible for that Bible that you have in your hand. As William Tyndale was the first person to translate the Hebrew Old Testament and the Greek New Testament into English. And he was just the man for the job as William Tyndale was a genius in language, fluent in seven languages. Scholars tell us that, they, that the English language that you and I speak, that, well, it really comes from Shakespeare, the King James translation, and Tyndale's Bible. Tyndale was fired by the passion 
to translate God's words so that everyone could read it and understand. He, he said that he wanted an English plowboy to be able to read God's word and understand it. Tragically, for the crime of translating God's word into a language that people could read and understand, Tyndale was tied to a stake, strangled to death, and his body burned. The elite of Tyndale's day, well, they regarded English as too barbaric, too crude a language to have God's word translated into English. But Tyndale wanted to make crystal clear what the cross means, what it is that Jesus accomplished for us through the agony and shame of his cross. But Tyndale could not find the right word in Middle English to correctly, clearly translate what the cross means. And so what Tyndale did was he invented, he coined an Anglo-Saxon word he, he called what Jesus did on the cross for you and me. He called it at one man. Well, you and I call it atonement. But what Jesus did for you on that Good Friday, well, it brings you into at one man with God, full acceptance, union, harmony with him. Now, in addition to translating the Bible, Tyndale wrote a book titled A Pathway into the Holy Scriptures, in which Tyndale speaks of sinners through the cross of Jesus Christ as being, quote, loosed, justified, restored to life and saved, brought to liberty and reconciled into the favor of God and set at one with him again. The meaning of the cross for you for me, is that Jesus brings us sinners into at one with God. It is what 1 John chapter 2, verse 2 is saying. Christ is the atoning, the at one sacrifice for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. That little girl was right when seeing the cross in the church that day, said, look at the big plus sign. Because the cross of Jesus Christ is, is God's big plus sign. The cross is God's atoning sacrifice for you and me. It's what the Apostle Paul is saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, verse 19, that in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. Through the cross, God has made you, God has made me at one with him. And you know, that, that's something to think about, and that's something to celebrate. And that's something to tell the world. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thank you for listening. Until next time.